Welcome to Life Karma. Money don't grow on trees. I got bills to pay. I got mouths to feed. It ain't nothing in this world for free. Bills to pay. Mouths to feed. Until you close your eyes for good. Ain't no rest for the wicked. Got bills to pay. I can't slow down. We got bills to pay. <laughs> and a lot of Americans do, but nobody wants us to go back to work. You know, I'll tell you this. Interesting at our work, um, we have uh, we furloughed some employees, and they got their government check, and they're getting unemployment. Now they can't. They won't come. We need them back to work. They won't come back. They won't come back because they're they ha- they're all cash flush now. Well, not only that, but they're getting. Their full salary, right, from unemployment, or furloughed, I guess, to the furloughed. But even if they go in employment, they get the full plus six hundred dollars. Yeah. So they don't understand. There's no rest for the wicked. I mean, they're not. They're not doing shit. <laughs> no. No, and that money, they're gonna pay it back. Just like this free, this, this stimulus money that everyone got from the federal government. You guys know it's just an advance, right? It's just a freaking advance. It's like a payday loan. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Wake up. Wake up. Wake the freak up. Because there ain't no rest for the wicked. And you can't slow down. You can't. The wicked The wicked really don't rest. I think we, you said this to me earlier today, Sam. Me, me and Sam went on a like two and a half mile walk tonight. <laughs> like we were college lovers or something. Yeah, so I get a romance going to Smith's and pick up heavy uh, on water or whatever. Sam said to me, it's harder to cheat than it is just to do your homework and do it right. Oh, totally. But there ain't no rest for the wicked. I, that, that's, but people, and I said, the reason why people cheat is because it's a guarantee. They believe it's a guarantee where if they study, it's not a guarantee. The paycheck's coming in, you're furloughed, that's a guarantee. So why go back? Yeah, that's a great question. But that's what they think. That's how, that's how I think a lot of them think. I think they have uh, some faulty ass thinking. Stinking thinking. Well, we Incorrect some, thinking. We have some... Um, how do I say dependent on government problems? And so when they, I, I think sometimes, and I get it, I get the whole mindset, like, you know, why, why go back to work if you're getting the same amount of money for not working? And at some point in time though, you got to figure out there is a benefit to working other than money. Yes. And uh, for me, it brings me sanity. Yeah. I can't imagine getting a paycheck without working for it. I just would be the weirdest thing for me. Well, it's always been my dream to make money. To make money is the key there. To make money while I sleep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have friends that make money while I sleep. They're just yeah. super rich. It's, and, and I said something to Sam earlier too that he didn't agree with, and I'm always interested what people think. Is I said, you know, when you're super rich, I'm talking like Donald Trump rich, like billionaire rich, like billionaire rich. You get bored. I just see it. Does anybody else see that? Like. At some point, you're bored. Like, if money's not an issue, you can eat whatever you want then. You can go wherever you want. You can have whatever you want. What 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 are you doing at that point? You think Donald Trump ran for president because he was bored? No, I think Donald Trump has other agendas. I think Donald Trump is way more intelligent than me, first of all. And second of all, I think... Well, let's put it this way. If Donald Trump was still trying to make billions, he wouldn't have ran for president. No, he's lost a lot of money. Yeah, so so if he wasn't already rich, he wouldn't have ran. Hmm. He'd still be chasing. 
You can't slow down. Yeah, because there ain't no... There ain't no rest, rest for, the for the wicked. Yeah. I'm not saying he's wicked. I'm just saying, like, I think if you have the money, then other things either open up or you have to do other things or you get bored and you get, you know, God complex. I don't know. I, I heard uh, earlier today that the more money you make, the more problems you have. More money, more problems. More money, more problems. Notorious B.I.G. Notorious <laughs> B.I.G. That's a great music video. Yeah. More money, more problems. More money. I think that song came out after he died. Yeah. Not sure, but um, I think your problems change. I don't think, I don't think, I think everyone pretty much, I know this is going to sound bad, but has a lot of problems. Everybody. It just depends on how you define your problems. Yes, I'd be, I'd, I believe you're a correct. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. The Being definition of terms is where everything begins. That is where everything would be. How would you define problems? Um, I would divide, I would uh, define a problem as something that needs correction that causes pain. Physical, mental. Yeah, whatever. Mental, emotional. Any type of pain. Yeah, you want to avoid the problem. You don't want to avoid the pain. Does a problem always have to have pain? Not always. It could be a thinking problem, financial problem. Losing weight problem. Yeah, I'm losing 50 pounds. I got, I've got. lost 20. Too. I've lost 20. Oh, well, congratulations. Seriously, congrats. Thank you. I'm trying to lose 50 more so I can be like really... You know, groovy and stuff. See my abs again. So you're not like making four dinners, as Jake says. <laughs> hey, I had freaking salad and a protein source for dinner tonight. Did you have kale? I did not. I hate kale. I, I had I regular lettuce. I had regular lettuce, and I'm drinking this um, Evian water that you got me. The best way to have kale is with Brussels sprouts. Oh, I hate Brussels sprouts. Oh, I dude. love Brussels sprouts. Oh, good Lord. I don't know why I love them, though. Feels like a whole salad wrapped into a little ball. I feel like I'm eating a rotten brain when I eat Brussels sprouts, mini brain. I think I had my ass kicked. I had this my my in my family. They had this weird, they had this weird tradition. If you didn't eat what you had on your plate, they beat your ass and shove the food in your face. And I think that happened to me with mushrooms, with Brussels sprouts, with liver. Like, and I can't even stomach that. I have this kind of weird adversity to those kind of foods. I wonder why. Because I had trauma connected to them. Bingo. Bingo. That problem. Trauma. Yeah, trauma pain. <clears throat> yeah, that's not, that's not solved. I think human pain is not understood very well. It's not at all because you have to admit you have it first and that's a big problem. Yeah. yeah. You ever know someone that never is wrong, never has pain? Yes. They're just completely obsessed with themselves. And no offense, they're mostly women. No. You don't think men? I've seen men that way. Yeah, but w women put on more of the persona, and I think this is because of um, a, a genetic... There's a lot of different things that we play into this, but I think women uh, put up a persona of perfection. I mean, they, they really do do everything, mother work, whatever. What do you uh, think our friend the feminist would think? I think she would say that's a problem. This, you had to look like everything has to look or appear... Yeah, because I think men are looked at more in society as we make mistakes. Yeah, I make mistakes all the time. The only usually mistakes that men talk about that women make is sexual. I mean, seriously, think about it. Like like adultery or something? Or? No, like that they 
like that um think about everything like they're a whore right they 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 like it too much or they don't like it enough or this or that or she's not beautiful or she's not or she's ugly it's never um like mistakes like men make like they take some money invest it in a business that blows up and they right. lose all their money right not men don't look at that as equal it's almost expected that we are going to do dumb things <laughs> yeah i think my wife uh expects me to do dumb things i know mine does i just try to minimize dumb things these days well that's all we all try to do is just minimize our minimize stupid, stupid mistakes yeah yeah stupid so i mean that's so what are the benefits of uh her work over time God, I don't know. Hard work over time. I, uh, over time, hard work. Like my mother worked her ass off her whole life, and uh, she died of she died from a pulmonary embolism when she was sixty, penniless and not a damn, just absolute poor, not anything to show for all the labor she put into her life. Yeah, my dad worked his butt off too. Kind of the same thing. I mean, he, but he was even a lawyer. Yeah. And they and I learned uh, that hard work um, doesn't necessarily pay off if you don't make it pay off. You got to make your hard work pay off. Your hard work has to be smart, right? You can't just put in the hours like um, you can't just like wake up at five and say you work till ten p.m. or eleven p.m. or midnight, and therefore money should come. Yeah, and you can't you know if you really if you really if we're really into it the right way, you can't expect the man to take care of you. You got to take care of yourself. Yeah, if I had a daughter, that's why I'd be teaching her. So I'm trying to teach Hannah. I don't think she's getting it yet. <laughs> because my friend brings over sneakers and shit and like fancy sweatshirts and like showers her with gifts because it makes him happy, but makes her happy too. But I think she's getting the interesting learning from all that. Uh, it seems like to me her life of privilege has made her feel like it's hard to be privileged. I can see my boys being the same freaking way at her. Yeah, let me tell you, there was a complete meltdown this morning because um, there was not things done that were supposed to be done, and the phone was taken away, and it was like you thought we'd poisoned her and stabbed her. The phone's and everything. It is. Well, how am I going to talk to my friends? Well, how about this? I use a regular phone. How are you going to walk over to her? Yeah, why don't you go to their house, knock on the door? Six feet. Stay six feet apart. How about this? Yeah. How about you don't talk to your friends, and you go exercise, do some yoga? How about you just go do whatever you have to do, do some to yard your phone? Yeah, how about you do this, do your homework so you don't fail? But that's just too hard. <laughs> Let me tell you what hard work pays off. It does, usually, if it's smart. But that's why I don't understand why the Utah Supreme <clears throat> Court decided to let all the attorneys in without taking the freaking bar exam. Hmm. Hmm. Boy, this is the year to go to law school and graduate from law oh school. Oh, my gosh. I don't get it. Thank you, thank you, because that makes total freaking sense. You know, what about the loan I had to take out to take the bar exam? What about all the hours? What about How much the, is the bar exam? Bar exams, uh, I guess it depends on if you take a study class with it, which you pretty much have to. Um, I don't know what the prices are now. I mean, but 12 years ago, I had to take out a $10,000 loan to float my rent and living expenses and the bar exam and... And the fees in this prep class. It cost me $800 just to take the Stanley Kaplan LSAT class to take the LSAT. Yeah, I think it was like 1900 to take the bar prep class. Yeah, and I didn't even, that's for just getting into law school. 
That's a sham. This is bullcrap because everything we're in law school is great on a curve to keep certain people out, but now you just let everybody in. I mean, really, honestly, if you want to look at the big picture of it, you just did the public a disservice. Right, because you're going to let people practice law who suck at law. Who shouldn't be practicing law. Uh, it's like when you told me that earlier today, I'm like, yeah, like when I was a senior in college, we had like 10 bowl games, and today there's like 100. Exact same thing. Like in, you can you can be terrible and go to a bowl game, but back in the day when I was in college, you had to be good to go to a bowl game. Yeah. <laughs> I was just – and so many attorneys were outraged about it. When we started hearing the rumor that might happen, a ton of attorneys were contacting the bar and stuff. And Yeah, screw it. They did it. Yeah. I wonder if there's some kind of money-making model. There's there. always a money-making model. There's always some kind of – financial agenda there always is and the bar doesn't do anything i don't know whatever i feel like complaining today it's just it, 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 ain't no rest for the wicked i mean that song by the way is fantastic i like it but the wicked do have to work hard yeah you know they have to be really in genius and certain things to be able to accomplish the things they do it's just funny that that by nature sometimes those things come to them first before anything else true any other way of doing it and what's well, kind of like what i said to you the other day where you said your first instincts to beat the crap out of people if somebody gets in your face right yeah mine is now nah, i'm gonna find out everything about your life and i'm gonna wreck it yeah, you're a lot more punitive. I just want to make someone have immediate pain. You want to have paternal pain. I want them to think about me for yeah, a long, for a long, long time. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They won't know I wrecked their life, but, they, but they'll know. Yeah, they'll have some kind of karma, you know, like karma. Yeah, it would be coming. You like, you, you're you more patient with karma. I want immediate karma. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I mean, I mean, should we be patient with karma? Should we not be patient with karma? I think there are both. I think there is immediate karma, and I think there is patient karma. Right, right. I think for every for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. I think sometimes karma works that way. And I also think karma works over time for the people who are truly nasty and terrible and for the people that are good and awesome. I think it works both ways. I, I do believe it works both ways. I think karma is coming for a lot of people. Yeah. How do you, what do you think of people that live good lives and are good people and just have terrible shit happen to them? How do you explain that? I don't think they look at it as terrible crap happening to them. Tell me more. I think they have found inner peace or they have, they're okay with who they are or what circumstances they're under to such an extent that you and I would be like, holy hell, if that happened to me, I wreck my life. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Moving on. You had a really good friend uh, call me yesterday, and he had some really bad news. I felt very bad for him. One of his grandchildren was born with um, a birth defect that was going to dramatically affect the lives of of her of her parents and her um, shorten her life and it was just tragic i felt terrible for them and like they're these are good people some of the best people on the planet they're having to deal with just all this heavy shit it's terrible but they're not in control of it and they know i'm sure they know that yeah good thing this baby's uh parents are doctors and a nurse and they're so she'll be in good care she'll have good care but i mean it's still gonna be hard you know when my father passed <clears throat> i thought it was interesting that it didn't feel as hard as I would have imagined it to feel. 
And looking back, it's almost like, I don't know, I mean, if you're Christian, if you're not, whatever. And we have this saying that, you know, there's angels surrounding you, helping you lift you up in those hard times. And so it doesn't feel as hard as you would expect it to feel. Right. Until you look back. And then, then you decide is when you look back at it, okay, man, that wasn't as bad. Why wasn't as bad? Why was I able to handle that? But I can't handle going to the grocery store and then being out of Mountain Dew Zero. Like, what the hell's up with that? Right. Like, no why? Mountain Dew Zero? I know. See? That's what I'm talking about. And so it's like, why is my brain or my emotions or whatever you want to say will, will flip out over something minute? But when it's a big life altering event, it's almost like you have the courage to get through it. Yeah. So, okay. I'm, I'm curious to see if you found this out. I've had in the last week, I've had a lot of people be total rude bitches to me, like in the grocery store line or in, they're just like nasty with you. Yeah. Na- like over stupid shit, just nasty with you. I'm like, oh, yeah. may you, you know, may you inherit what you produce, you skanky bitch. Like, I feel terrible when I'm like, it makes me like, I'm sitting here trying to do my own thing. And all of a sudden they just like come on the full frontal attack, you know? And I'm like, what up, man? Like everybody's having a, you know, a crap storm. I mean, you know, it doesn't give you permission to treat me like shit. Why did that make me smile when you told me that? (laughs) I have no idea because you have a twisted sense of shit. Your brain is a little wacko. I love it when people go a little cuckoo on me. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, man. If somebody goes like, um, I was at uh, Walgreens buying some uh, hair ties to make some masks out of bandanas. Right. You told me about yeah, this. Yeah, it's like the lady was going cuckoo on me. The she's like getting, on, getting, getting all on your shit because you, yeah. you're buying all the hair ties. Yeah. And she's all mad at you. And you're yes. like, whatever. And I got grandma in a cart like on my butt. Like six feet, sweetheart. And you see it on the freaking floor. It's like she's getting mad at me. Ladies get mad at me. I'm just smiling. I'm like, and I'm thinking in the back of my head, I'm sorry. Your life sucks today. But I'm yeah. still buying these freaking hair ties. Yeah, I'm like, and just because your life sucks doesn't give you permission to be like rude and shit to me. Yeah, but I, I guess maybe I like it because they show their true colors. They show who they really are. Yeah, in hard times, uh, good people are uh, a lot more obvious. Yes. Completely. Good leaders are more obvious. Good yes. people are more obvious. And truly wicked, selfish a-holes, they're more obvious. Too. Yes. Self-serving pricks out there they're, you know, they're a lot more yeah, obvious it's not even close no you can just tell they their whole mojo down. they got the whole karma thing is just total evil negative there is no more camouflage no dark mojo they got some seriously bad mo- mojo no, no the, there's no camouflage it's harder to rip people off so to speak in that kind of time unless it's desperate unless you're desperate I was thinking today are we becoming slaves to our outside conditions like in the sense of are we being enslaved to our government are we enslaved to the medical field are we enslaved to the dollar when the when the government says you can't come out of your house which is absolute bullshit goes against the constitution it's totally against your constitutional rights that's a form of slavery it is and and uh now i understand why they're asking us to do it but no one should demand i saw this dude 
I saw this dude. They have this tracking device that tells you whether you're out of your home or not. Yeah. And uh, this guy was trying to spin it as a good thing. <laughs> and, and, and the newscaster was like, really? And like cops are going to come to your house because you left your home and you're, it's a home watch. And I'm like, that's just like the quintessential picking that shit out of pepper, you know, get people home, stay home, stay whatever. And if they come out at home, like that's their choice. They can do whatever the hell they want. Now there's going to be consequences to that, but you can't, you can't take precious resources and have, you know, cops give you a ticket over some stupid ass thing, like coming out of your house. No. Like no. social, you didn't social distance. You were four feet instead of six feet. So I'm going to give you an $800 trillion ticket because you're not a social distancer. And you're like, well, you're a dumbass. Like, <laughs> well, give me. You see what the mayor of New York did? He set up a hotline for to you narc on people. To narc on people. Yeah. yeah, narc on people. Did you see they shut it down? Oh, that's just so ridiculous. Do you know why they shut it down, though? Because people were sending penis pictures to it. Oh, my gosh. Constantly. And then they were also... Like, how stupid. How stupid <laughs> is the mayor in New York when it, he actually thinks oh that's an gosh. okay thing to do? People, that is no common sense whatsoever. Yeah. So people were also calling the hotline, the texting hotline. Oh, these two homeless people are down in the alley and they're hanging out by each other. Um, can we get down, someone down here to bust them? Yeah, that's like... <laughs> Good grief. I mean, like, come on, people. Could you just grow a brain? Like, get a brain. It's like, like, I'm amazed oh at how gosh. stupid. We, I mean, is it me? Elect these people. It's we terrible. I, people. I, I feel terrible because I just think they're just stupid. It's like, straight up stupid. It's I not know. that I'm a genius or rocket no, scientist. That's even, but that's common sense. That's not even Total hard. common sense. It's not even hard. Like, what country do we live in, Mayor? You want me to narc on people? Oh. For violating what their constitutional rights. So I, I, this is this is when the boys were younger. They had a bow and arrow outside, and we had a couple bales of hay, and they were shooting arrows into the hay, and they were taking pellet guns and shooting these pellet guns and everything. My net, my neighbor in the backyard called the police. Oh my gosh! Called the damn police, and my like twelve year old kids were like playing like shoot a bullet, like shoot a little. Like an arrow in a in a freaking hay bale. I'm like, are, are like, the, and and the cops came over. And I said, you got to be kidding me. What are you even doing in my house? Yeah, like cops? go 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 find a drug addict or a someone breaking the law. Go well, find a drug dealer. Well, the, and I guess we were breaking the law because uh, section four two nine seven five two nine or eight seven six five code three seven eight says you cannot hurdle projectiles in your own home or with some kind of bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably like domestic violence somehow. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> well, this, this goes to one of my biggest pet peeves in life. You never really truly own your property. Do you understand? Like you're house, as long as you have to pay property tax, yes, on it, you don't own it. You'll never own it. Cause if you get behind your property tax, they just take it. The state takes it and sells it, gets their property tax and moves on. We are leasing property. Mm. We never truly now. We might make ink money off our property. You don't freaking own your property. Not in Utah. Yeah, because eminent domain can take anything. Not in Utah. If you pay taxes on something, you don't own it. Son of a... You don't. I mean, So that's why you live off the grid, because then you have to pay taxes on it. Yeah, you... Stupid. I don't... Mm. You have a right to own property. Yeah, and a pursuit of happiness. Mm -hmm. And so, and here and we go. Bear they arms. lie to us thinking that we own property mm. and the way they do it is they lull us to sleep. Hey, 
Property taxes go to having your kids in Public school. Public school. What, what about when your kids are older and like you have no, no school? Yeah, what happens You've when my kids don't go to school tax. anymore? And I'm still paying freaking property tax. Well, that's for the roads. You got to do pay for the roads. Oh, yeah. It's always something. For the roads. It's always something. Yeah, because they don't have sales tax. Or they don't have... It's for the library. Other ways for they, the roads. Oh, it's for the gosh. library. It's library. for the... Library. It's for the multi... It's, you know, we built a... We live in a really small community and we built like a $10 million police station. It was like, and the crime in this city is like none, not even existent. And I'm like, good Unless grief. You're, you're going to get a $10 million bond to build a police station that's like. Unless you're on a back road in a Lambo or. I'm yeah, then, then cops wait for you. They wait. You know. Because you know someone told on me on that one too. Of course, because you're reckless. I don't admit or deny. You you, <laughs> you cannot admit, admit or deny. No. Good thing is courts are closed, so you're not going to court anytime no. soon. No, no one's going to freaking care by then. So let me ask you a question. If someone gave me the coronavirus, let, let's just say, like, let's say you had it and you didn't tell me you had it. And we're sitting in this room together and I end up getting it. And I end up figuring out you gave it to me. Could, Could I, you sue me? Yeah, you got it. There's the question. You know that's going to happen. Oh, I know it's going to happen. And I know hospitals are going to get sued. Government agencies are going to get sued. And it's going to happen because right now, if someone that has HIV has sex with somebody, unprotected sex with somebody and gives them HIV, they can be charged criminally also and civilly. So once you determine that something is uncurable or even, I mean, there's lawsuits. Hmm. That's crazy town. Frivolous lawsuits. I think it's bullcrap. I think it creates more problems than it solves. Yeah. But that's what the law always does. Well, sometimes the law is good for order. Well, it's good for rights, civil rights. Yeah. um, Defend the constitutional rights, rights, free speech, all that. But sometimes we open the doors too wide. And I think that corona, this coronavirus, is you're going to see a lot of class action lawsuits. Well, you got a lot of like people moving quickly and swiftly to open the government and then to go open the economy. And like half the country just wants you to stay and put. And I'm like, y'all don't understand the implications of that. I'm like, come on, people. Well, even the testing that we've allowed, I think it's over 100 companies now that have come up with a coronavirus test. Mm-hmm. And the FDA doesn't have to approve them right now. They just have to state that they've self-tested it. Yeah, so so think about that. So you and I create something to test the coronavirus. Uh, states can use this to figure out if someone really has it. Let's say it doesn't work. Let's say it's right 80% of the time. We quickly make our millions. And we move, we pay our taxes on it and we move that money. You sue us, don't care. Tell an LLC and the money's gone. What wow. incentive do they have to really get it right? Well, I maybe some moral character might help a little bit. <laughs> Ain't no rest for the wicked, brother. Money don't grow on trees. Got no. bills to pay. I got mouths to feed. Yeah, you do. They yeah. don't care. Over a yeah. hundred companies, some of them foreign. Don't forget that. We have foreign companies creating these tests. Well, I mean, when the CDC uh, sends out like thousands of uh, crappy tests, tests. (laughs) I mean, that doesn't give you a lot of faith, you know. No, no. You can't be sheep. Yeah. You can't be followers. Yeah, if you are, you can 
go right off a cliff sometimes. No, I, 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 listening to the FDA tell me that fact today in the press conference with Trump, I was like, what? There's no anything? There's no edge to it? Like There's you, no oversight? You know, there's no efficacy to the... What am I paying you for, FDA? Yeah. That's, that's bull, baloney. <laughs> As Kim would say, it's baloney sauce. She likes that's her favorite word. Hokey Dinah. Two word. Hokey Dinah. That's Where is bo- that? Where is that's that? baloney that sauce. On there still? Hokey Dinah. I don't know. I don't know which one that would be. Let me see if No, it's, no, not. it's definitely not that one. Huh. No, I think the words I gotta go to the next it's somewhere along there. It's probably those courtesy laughs were good though. These ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like... Hey, uh, guess what? Oh, oh so you gotta turn on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm super funny tonight. Hey, hey let me tell you something. <laughs> I get no respect. I get no damn respect. Yeah, I get no respect. You get any no respect? Hey, yeah, whatever. I a coronavirus. That's even been tested. <laughs> Jeez. We're just, we're, we're just, we're on one tonight. We got a weird shit. We got a weird vibe going on tonight. It's Do you weird. hear more men or women's laughs than that? I think I hear women's more. Yeah, that, I always do. I always do. They're always mocking us. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> always mocking oh. us. I always say that we're, we're just, we just want one thing. That, that's what And that's think. not true. We want love. We want, we want acceptance. We want intelligence. Yeah, we want a lot of things. Do you still not believe in aliens? I do. Okay. I believe that All God's right. an alien. No, I believe okay. that Jesus is an alien. No, I believe not that, that kind of alien. I believe in like heavenly like aliens. Spaceships. Like, spaceships. I don't know how they travel, but they get here. Yeah. So, like, spaceships. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> don't know about the spaceships. Spaceships. Do you do you believe in spaceships? Oh, absolutely. Well, we have rockets that went to the moon. Do you believe in that, or do you think that was like filmed in? Oh no, that happened. We're the, building. We're building a space station on the moon. <clears throat> Are we now? Yeah, we're going back in 2024. Trump's already said he wants to build a space station. Space station. Hmm, on the moon. We have the Space Force, which is a new branch of the military. Yeah, did you know 82% of the graduating class of the U.S. Air Force Academy is going into the Space uh, space Force? It does not surprise me. They had a, That's what they announced a couple days ago. I thought that was fascinating. I think the natural resources from like the moon, from meteors... I, I think it's going to bring a lot of technology and cool things into this world. Hmm. Yeah, a little moon dust, man. Maybe we should get some moon dust. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder cool. what happens if you smoke some moon dust. Like Ooh. You'll get a Probably little get coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my coronavirus comes from the moon. <sighs> if anybody today has not read the USC study on how many people that probably had the coronavirus and Los Angeles County, please go look that up. There's some, there's too, there's a lot of too many weird things about this virus that we don't know, or that we think we know, or that we do know. It's too many weird things. A lot of uncertainty, a lot of, a lot of questions yet to be answered about all that. What's the toughest thing that you've had to live through so far in your life when it comes to like world impact, or even United States impact? I don't know. I think like in the 1970s, 80s, when there was really a run on gas, when interest rates were were like 25% to get a home and you, there was no money anywhere and 
hard to get a job. When I was graduating from college, the economy was in the crapper. Who was president then? Ronald Reagan. I thought he was a fantastic president. A lot that. of people liked him. I thought, he was, I thought he pulled us out of some pretty bad stuff. I think the recession so far is way worse than this. And I know we're only a few months into this, and I don't know what the long-term impact of this will be. Well, I think that this is going to have a bounce-back pretty quick recovery is what we're hearing. But let me apply the same thing we talked about, though, with workers. Why is a corporation going to bounce back quick if um, they're still making as much money without the employees that they had before? Why do they go back and hire them? Why do they even put that job up as a listing? I, don't know, I think technology needs to grow. I don't know what that means in a sense, but I think we need to expand our horizon on how we make money and create money. Yeah, I think you're going to have a lot of innovation coming out of this, massive innovation, a lot of new money-making models. I think remote learning is going to be a big deal. Remote, remote meetings, uh, I think sanitizing things is going to be a big deal. I think all that stuff's going to be... Just crazy town, big, big deal. I'm excited for the technology that comes out. There's always something that comes out of these things that's fantastic. You know, I was on a conference. I was on a Zoom meeting today. Yeah, Zoom. Had a hundred people on it. Yeah, Zoom's up 8% in the stock market. I'm surprised not up 80%. I know. Well, they've had some security issues, but then they claim it wasn't them. Yeah, because China, everything's going through China. I don't know. Who knows? They said that the passwords and logins were sold on the dark web. Oh, yeah, dark web. How do I get to the dark web? You type in dark web. If I just Google it, it will take me there. You got to Yahoo it because Google controls everything. That's true. Yahoo Yahoo dark web. Yeah, my conspiracy theories, I found a lot more through Yahoo search engine than Google's. (laughs) Yeah, you you shared some disturbing (laughs) shit with me. I don't think it's appropriate for a podcast, but it was some weird shit, man. I blew Sam. You know how hard it is to blow Sam's mind? I mean, like, legitimately, you guys know what he's been through. Well, you know about 1% of what he's been through. But even that 1%, to blow Sam's mind is really difficult, and I did it. No, you did do it. I mean, like, and then I went into the rabbit hole, and I started (sighs) looking at that shit. I'm like, oh, my gosh. (sighs) And then I started thinking about my childhood. (sighs) And then I started thinking about Hollywood and people that I knew that were famous, people that were in the mob, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this call could be plausible. I feel, I really instantly felt bad for telling you right after I told you. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. Just because you knew I'd stew on it and shit and like I'd try to figure it out? I knew it would do to you at least what it did to me. Yeah. At least. It tripped me out a little bit. That's what I mean. Yeah, the level of evil that people yes. have is just frightening. That evil, shit is yes. frightening. Evil is like righteousness. It really has no limits. There you go. That's a profound statement. Evil, they just don't, neither of them. Here's a profound statement I, I had today I wrote down. It was really good. Please share. Together we can solve any problem or overcome any challenge. Not true. Oh, I thought it was profound. It is true, though. I'm just kidding. I mean, it is. Well, you like to take the counterpoint. Well, I just think there are some things that I don't know what you mean by you and me. I don't know if you mean the human race or if you No, I think this this was done at a company meeting, and they were talking collectively about our people, and I'm like, yeah, I think that's pretty good. I like that. No, I agree with that. 
But the, the, for that to work, people have to be open to other people's ideas. Of course. You got to yeah. work as a team. But, and some people think they're more intelligent than other people, and they're not open to other people's ideas. Well, yeah, because they think they're the King Bundys of everything in there. Which makes them stupid. Yeah. The they moment can... you stop learning, you become stupid. The moment you think you don't have to continue to learn. So Neil deGrasse Tyson said something. He goes, the big danger we have is when you think you know something, enough about it to have an opinion of it, when you really don't know anything. Oh. <laughs> that's yeah. what he said. And I'm like, wow, that's just profound. Yeah, because you're a sheep. That's hey. exactly what he's saying. If you're a sheep, if you watch only one news channel, I use that term loosely, and then yeah. you just copy, one propaganda, you copy portal. their opinions. Right. You don't know anything about it. Right. You know how to copy somebody. Yeah. You know how to watch a propaganda portal. Because we got nothing but propaganda portals. No one's reporting facts. They're all reporting propaganda. You become sheep. And sheep get shaved and eaten. Yeah, that'd be a cool t-shirt if we put like a sheep with all its hair on one side and then shaven sheep. On the other yeah, side. and then like tattooed um, like propaganda. Some kind yes. of weird stuff. Dude, my... Uh, Yes. My awareness shirts turned out killer. Yep. I just, it's very simple, man. Just that symbol. It's a powerful symbol, to be honest. Powerful, with man. Powerful yeah. shit. Very powerful. Awareness is a powerful thing. I did find sanitizer at Whole Foods this week. Did you? Yeah. I got lavender right here. Oh, sand sanitizer. Yes. Lavender. lavender hand sanitizer. I'm going to take a bath in sanitizer tonight and just take a whole tub mm -hmm. and just fill it. But then the alcohol will get on your skin. Yeah, you're you know, not really dry. Yeah. Well, in your, Itchy. Well, I don't know. Alcohol in your, in your bum. And that <laughs> well, would be painful. Be cool. yeah, that'd Might be clean out, though. Could, like, get rid of the evil Kills stuff. the bacteria. Be killed the bacteria. Well, I have this skin condition that makes me have to wash my skin with bleach every day. Are you being serious right now? Mm -hmm. I did not know that about you. Yeah. It jacks up my skin quite a bit. But it kills all the disease on the skin. I had no idea. One of the things when you have MRSA, when you come out of MRSA, which is a, just a really aggressive staph infection in your skin, they tell you to clean your body with bleach like every day. Every day? For real? Every no, day? no. It was probably three times a week, but I just do it every day for good measure. Your whole body? Yeah. With bleach? Go in my shower, you'll see a bleach jug. Ah, unreal. <laughs> I'm squeaky clean, man, and I'm sanitary. Because I got the bleach jug. Judas. So that fights Corona and it fights staff. <laughs> That's unreal to me. Yeah, it's crazy, Dale. I did say Judas in front of my four-year-old the other day. I was like, Judas. And he goes, priest. Did he? Did he already like, knows what that? Henry knows what Judas priest means? Yeah, well, obviously, he, I've said it so much that he just wanted to finish my sentence for me. I'm oh, such a teaching him very sophisticated words. What did Emily say to that? She didn't care. Well, that's good. Because she's let them say worse words. Ooh. Just want to say that. Well, okay, I was going to give it the motivation manifesto for the night. We are not slave. We are not slaves to our history. We can be freed by our conscious thoughts and disciplined habits. Oh, there you go. Your, your past does not have to set your future. But it does. It doesn't have to. No, but it, it doesn't. I guess it doesn't set it, but it definitely hasn't. Oh, it impacts it. Yeah. Unless you choose consciously to 
have discipline and send a good, take yourself off in a different direction. But by, That's he, that by, 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 by doing that, by having that conscious thought to do that, it's impacted your future. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> that's fascinating. Right? Like, yeah. Bad things happen to good people, and you have two choices when it happens. You do. You either deal with it or you don't. So, I like to say you get better from it or you get bitter from it. It's bitter, yes, better. You're right. It's bitter, better. Bitter, bitterness gets you all cankered, pissed off, and angry. That's a better word because I, when I say deal with it, that's a much better Yeah, deal with it is like, okay. We're going to get better from this. We're going to have learning from this. And we're going to grow from this. So that's how I'm trying to take all this stuff in, this corona, this COVID, whatever the hell it is. Let's get better from it. Let's grow from it. Let's let's work hard and course correct and because there's no rest for the wicked. No. But as we head out, I do want to know one thing you've learned so far or one thing that you've made you better through the corona. I don't know if anything's made me better. Okay. I think that my family's losing their mind. I have found more peace in little things. That, that is one positive for me that has come out of this. I found peace in, the, in some little things that I would have never in a million years thought brought me peace. Oh, that's good. What have I learned from all this? And it's been very surprising. I've learned the importance of being prepared and being um, being mentally um, well enough to make good decisions in bad environments. I've learned the importance of being steady and using all the skills I know to be mindful and uh, steady and still and uh, and the importance of exercise and balance and all that stuff. So I'm doing a lot of that kind of stuff just to just to be normal, just to yes. just to have a normal feeling of emotion. Otherwise, I'd lose my damn mind. I mean, think about if we would have talked about two months ago. Hey, Sam, how do you feel normal? What do you do to feel normal? I don't know if I could have answered that question personally. I really don't. Yeah. For you, it's like going to get a piece of marzipan, buying a marzipan cake. Yeah. yeah, it's like the weirdest things that I would never expect that make me normal that do. Mm. In my mind. I don't think I've ever felt normal. You've never had the opportunity to feel normal. Hmm. You just haven't. Yeah. Well, I will make that my <laughs> bidding this week to feel normal. To feel normal. <laughs> I'm going to feel normal uh, and uh, have great wisdom. I want, I, our, yeah, listen, I want our listeners to really think about what makes you feel normal. That's a great question. Like what makes you feel normal? Not what the world tells you means normal. What do you believe to be normal? You. I remember growing up, um, I think I was in, I was in my early 20s when I said, oh, no, no, I was actually in my late teens, homeless, and I was staying with a family. I was like 16, 17, still in high school. And I was staying with a family, and they were kind to each other. And they gathered together in the evenings. They partook of food. They called it dinner. <laughs> and they, you know, how was your day? Well, my day was fine. How was yours? And they, they loved one another. They cared for one another. And I'm, th- I'm thinking to myself, 
is this what normal looks like? No one's trying right. to kill each other. No one's right. sing, screaming the F word. No one's stoned out of their mind. The cops aren't busting down the door. No one's like, holding a gun. Yeah, is this what normal looks like? I'm like, oh, shit, I sort of like that. I like what normal looks like. And and then later in my early 20s, I'm like, then it really, then it really dawned on me how totally effed up I was, you know, yeah. because I'm like, um, because things I saw as a child, you know, like my dad just beating up strange men cause they looked at him weird. He's like beating their ass. I'm like, Oh, that's awkward. That's, that's atypical. That's not normal. I'm like, well, you probably shouldn't do that. Maybe. Right. You know? And, uh, and as an older man now, I'm like, I'm just aware of a lot of that weird, not normal stuff, but. I think that's a good question to go out on this idea of yeah. what's normal. But I will say this, you have a different form and, and, um, level of intelligence because you've truly experienced both. Oh yeah. I've, I've, I've had both sides, right? And you, yeah. My vision is broad there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I think I'm more tolerant in some ways and maybe less tolerant in others, but I don't know. Yeah. So one thing I do know, the principle of work is really important. Yes, it is. Because there is no rest for the wicked. You want to go out on that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is no rest. Anything else you want to no. bring out? Get We're right normal. at time here. Get to normal. Get to normal. What What's normal for you this week? Let's talk about it. Figure it out. Let us know. Life Karma here. Have a great week ahead of you. Get to clear. Get to normal. Clarity is the key. And there is no rest for the wicked. Money don't grow on trees.